Sit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day. Welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast, where we celebrate all things fatherhood. You're joining us for episode 42 this week. I am Nick, father of a three, five and a seven-year-old, and I'm really glad that I cleaned out the garage this week because with school holidays approaching, that's where I'm hiding. Good option, mate. Good option. I'm Dave, father of two beautiful little girls, um, a three-year-old and an 11-week-old, and boys, I'm going into hibernation as of Friday. Holidays, <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> All teachers just count down to holidays. Hey, my wife's a teacher as well, and she just, she's like, yep, nine weeks to go, eight weeks to go. No, this week is like five, four days to go, three days to go. 50 days. Do we even like your job? 49 days. Love it. <laughs> Every 10 weeks. <laughs> no, that's a joke. I do love it. Um, guys, we're without camo tonight. Um, Poor bugger's got a big pitch coming up soon and it's busting his ass at work. So, Camo, we're thinking of you, mate. Um, but while well, we are here, there's a uh, strapping man sitting to my left and Wayno. What a good looking rooster. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'm feeling very, very. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> That's our nightly gayness. <laughs> no, look. Um, Wayne, thanks for coming back, mate. Uh, listeners, we, we had Wayno in a couple of weeks and we lost all of our recording. Um, he's been a top bloke and said, "Come on, I'll um, come back down and tell my story." To and we we agreed to bloody great one. So Wayne, thanks very much, mate. Appreciate right. it. You're it's welcome. really one we want to uh, share with the listeners. But yeah, Wayne, if you want to, uh, for the first time, listeners, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, yep. So uh, been married now for I don't know eleven years, I think twelve, something like that. Sound less convincing. Yep. <laughs> uh, father of two boys. Uh, Noah and Riley so they are oh no you really got me they keep changing every year <laughs> every year I guess <laughs> <laughs> 7 and 9 I think and they're turning <laughs> 8 and 10 yeah so 7 and 9 so yep lovely mm-hmm well, before we um, kick off today, I wanted to bring up something that happened during the week. And anyone watching on the Facebook Live and listening, um, love you to get involved. So I want to know how embarrassing is too embarrassing for you when it comes to your kids. Like, for I'll give you a bit of context here. So with uh, I, I wanted to take a more active role in the school community where the, the kids go to school. And I decided um, being a tuck shop dad is, is a bit of fun, but I think more out and about is the uh, the cafe dad. So I've taken up a role as a volunteer in the cafe and I have these grand plans of um, wearing like Hawaiian shirts and blaring like 90s music and just bringing a bit of character to it so it's not boring and dull and stuff. So I just want to know how embarrassed my kids can get. So this week's job is to see the threshold of embarrassment like, how much can I get away with before the kids are like, Dad, fucking seriously, pull your head in? How about you guys? What's your, like, as a dad of school aged kids, Wayne, what's your kids' threshold of embarrassment? Oh, it's, yeah, it's your job. You have to just go as hard as you can. Like, I haven't gone. Yeah, it it is a prerequisite, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. <laughs> I was, was going to say, your, your boys are an age where are they going to ask you to stop? I don't think so. Honestly, like I give them an iPad and they barely even look up. So I could literally be helicoptering. Actually, let's use a different example. We're talking about school. So I was going to say, you're working in the cafe. I could seriously wear, yeah, I know. (laughs) I could literally wear a full scuba diver get up and serve coffee in that and they wouldn't blink an eyelid. In fact, they wouldn't even look up from the iPad. They'd be like, did you work today, dad? Seriously. I reckon though, how far? Like I said, until they finally say it a few times, <laughs> and then because after the first time they say it, you're going to go harder. Clearly, yeah. oh, of course, yeah. yeah. And then a little bit, a little bit, and then you're going to probably feel a little bit of pity for them, and then you'd be like, yeah, I'll back off a little bit. So Maybe this just a short shirt. This week is the threshold yeah. week. So last week of school, I've got two days to see how embarrassed I can make my boys at school. I'm thinking start real hard. So, like, carry them to their room, like the youngest one, upside down. Just dangle him like that and just see how... Like, he'll laugh his head off, but I feel like there'll be a point where he'll just be like, no, Dad, seriously, everyone's looking. 
I just want to see it. Bring it, bring, bring a bit of extra attention to it. Like hold him upside down. Be like, hey, everybody, look, he's upside <laughs> down. Look at this kid. He's upside down. Yeah, I'm wearing a wearing a Hawaiian shirt too. Does yeah. anybody Obviously. own this kid? Who yeah. this <laughs> what classroom did you say, mate? I'll drop you off for your dad. <laughs> Love it. And um, one other thing that I wanted to bring to the table this week was I finally bought myself to go to the physio. Did you? Yeah. So my old ass injured body. I was like, I've got that Fireys versus cops. Um, soccer match coming up in September and I thought nah I'll have to stop being injured and fat and just sort my shit out immediately so uh, I, I went in so being the typical like ex-personal trainer know-it-all I thought nah I'm just gonna rest it it'll be sweet like I'll be running again in no time doesn't that was a month work. ago yeah it doesn't work <laughs> that worked in my 20s <laughs> that was a month ago so I walked into the physio told him that story and he laughed me out of there he's like you're a fucking idiot like but I, like I, I rightly so I felt stupid mm. but yeah how long does it take you boys to recover because I'm no. like months no I'm not recovering <laughs> <laughs> once it's done it's done <laughs> damage done my <laughs> shoulder is just shot to pieces I, the boys dared me to see if I could swim the length of the pool underwater and I just shoulder popped and exploded and yeah, oh. thought she'd be right <laughs> About two months later, went to the doctor and got scans and everything, but no, no, still no good. Can't throw a ball. Wow. Oh, okay. just not healing. Next level, dad injury. Yeah. Okay, Jesus. See, you guys are mistaken. I just don't do anything where I can get injured. <laughs> that is a trick. And then you don't have to worry about recovery. <laughs> no, but honestly, no, it takes me weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, yeah. As I said, your body just doesn't cope yeah. like it used to. Back when I was playing touching, you know, like three, four times a week, would never stretch before a game. No, and just you don't need to. Literally no. jump her off in the cold, jump her off, even leave my trackies on yep. and then run all around a little bit and then take them off after. And then you see the older blokes stretching, warming up and you're giving them shit on the sideline. Yeah. Like, yeah, look at you, you wank. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like I get out of bed and it's like, oh, yep, got yeah. to stretch. <laughs> uh, stretch to start the day. Uh, so that's posing the question to anyone watching on the Facebook Live and listening to this episode uh, coming out on Thursday. What is your threshold of embarrassment for the kids? And tell us your old man injury stories. <laughs> but now for a bit of Dad's Corner. If you're interested in getting that summer bod in winter, then remember that Dad bods are made at the pub. If you want some new fitness gear, get you get yourself motivated. Use code SDP20 at checkout for 20% off and go into the draw for a free hoodie. That's SDP20 at checkout for 20% off. Thanks to Smashing Fibers. Now, while you're at it, once you come down to better accounting here at Hendra, get yourself a $150 basic tax return. Make sure that you uh, mention us, the Shit Dad podcast here. It's exclusive to us. And uh, we'll throw in a few dad jokes along the way. Are you worried about a boy or a man in your life? Check out Bloke Psychology. They pride themselves on being able to relate and engage with men of all ages, providing professional support and counselling. Check out blokepsychology.com.au or check them out on Facebook. And if you know an organisation or a dad's group you want to promote, get in touch with us and we'll give them a shout out. Right. Dad jokes. Wayne, being the uh, the, the awesome member of dad jokes, did it come to you? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thought you'd like Google something on the way. No. <laughs> Poor me, like just sitting here going through my, for my joke list. That's what I do at the start of every episode. Oh, you got to. I've just got multiple tabs open and yeah. just go like, just siphon through, through them. Yeah. So I'll, I'll shoot off. Start recycling soon. Yeah. Um, and this has just come actually from <coughs> a bit of um, end of term stuff and, you know, teaching science and space. So this is a space related one. How do you throw a space party? All right. You plan it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Dave. Yep. <laughs> Before I bring my joke up. I actually wanted to let you guys know that I went to the beach, even though it's fucking cold. I went to the beach this week. Um, at some point, I thought I could see you, and I was going to wave. Uh, that's it. Fuck. Yeah, my pun pun game's really not on point today. Fuck. Maybe I couldn't just stand there all day, so I fished out my keys and left. I'm out. That's it. I'm done. You sure? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cam, you here to save us, mate? Massive stretch. <laughs> Those jokes were a massive stretch. We'll leave oh. it at that. Right, Wayney. We want to hear your story from mm -hmm. the start, mate. So we'll um, we'll kick it off with Dave. We've got some really good stuff to get through. Um, don't hold back. Right, 
mate. I think there's a lot of dads that could benefit from your story, so <laughs> get into it and uh, yeah, let's kick it off. Awesome. So obviously, um, we're going right back to start, as we said. Yep. Um, what about birth, pregnancy, any complications or anything like that, mate? And um, then how did you deal with them? Uh, yeah, so Kate had um, uh, emergency Caesar for the for Noah for the first one um, after a long labour and then ended up, it was about six o'clock in the afternoon and the old doctor, I think, wanted to go home, so he's just ripped her in <laughs> for <laughs> Didn't want to call in the middle of the night, so ripped her in for an emergency caesarean, which um, has its complications. Um, mainly being that, you know, that recovery, they can't do the mothering thing that they would. So um, Kate had a few breastfeeding issues with Noah, really, really struggled. So, um, yeah, she, I think, lasted about a week or two and then just couldn't do it anymore. So with that becomes the, the mental juggle that women have and the pressures they have on themselves, you know, that she's failing as a mother and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. got through that all right. Uh, with with that one, did you guys at the time have any opportunities to chat to like a lactation consultant or anything? Yeah, like yeah, we did yeah. everything. We and went just to still know yeah, it didn't good. work. I think no. Kate had some milk guru or Facebook come to our house, and we went to the lactation consultants, and <laughs> she was <laughs> she was got. <laughs> Sorry, with um, are you picturing the same thing that yeah. I pictured? This, this, this guru? milk guru. This guru? <laughs> I can't remember what she was. No, and, no. Um, just, and then we hired a hired a. Um, like a a dairy cow strength bloody milker to <laughs> could extract. <laughs> so the breastfeeding wasn't working. So He's related she, to the milky bar kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Kate Sorry. was pumping away, and um, yeah, and yeah. yeah, just got too much, so gave that away. But um, they're about the only real dramas with Noah, and then um, Riley, uh, Kate wanted to do the a vaginal birth, give it a go. Um, and then that came with all its complications too, getting a thousand stitches and everything like that. And then um, I think it was about a day or two after Riley was born, Kate was in the hospital and realised she hadn't gone to the toilet to wee. Oh, shit. And like her bladder just shut down, like the nerves to the bladder um, just stopped working. So then that came with all the dramas of that and having a, you know, I think – I remember right. We had she had to like self catheterize, like so we could go home what? for like two or three weeks. So just every time she had to go to the toilet, you know, mm, like shit. just craziness. That yeah, just the things that you never even heard of and that to overcome. So yeah, that was I think that was about the main ones for yeah. How did you, as the dad there, like especially with the first one, it would have been pretty tough. You know, like we all we've all been there with our first like. Shit, what do we do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're all at that one. But then, obviously, with the second then, too, like, did you feel better and more confident, you know, with supporting the wife? Oh, yeah, I think because you, you've learnt, you know, the second one definitely is easier. Um, but, yeah, then having the two-year-old running around at the same time, yeah, <laughs> it's utter chaos, yeah. you know. One's awake, one's asleep, one's chucking a tantrum, you know. One needs a feed, the other they both want to feed at the same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've you just got to f- you just figure it out. Whatever works to get you through the day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, that's good advice. <laughs> Whatever works to get you through, just yeah, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks, mate. Yeah, exactly. What about um, shift work in the first year of the boys' lives? How important was that? Uh, I think it was Facebook good. Live. <laughs> We're in the middle of a recording here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, being shift work, you know, with the fireys, we get told when our holidays are. So I was able to swap um, holidays to coincide with the birth. So I had solid six weeks and that off right when the boys were born. Nice. That's and then cool. straight back to shift work, you know, like we have virtually worked two days out of eight. So being home as much as possible, I was working a second job at the time. So, you know, still just trying to be around as much as possible. It sounds like it's pretty good, though. I say in in ways of having that time, because you were probably like you said two you know two day shifts kind of thing, and you know the nights yeah you're probably buggered still the next day, but that time that you got to spend with the boys yeah know, yeah you know it would have been great. Is that you know we've spoken before, so the listeners haven't mm-hmm. heard this, but 
you've got a really strong bond with your boys, with your lads. Do you contribute that to that early time spent together, or more when they started to real, you know, grow up a little bit? If I, you know, that's a term really for it. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's um, yeah, just being involved is and they became my life. You know, I think back to you know our growing up. Dad worked, mum looked after us, you know. But with both of us, well, being around more, I think it's just that natural bond. I um, just, yeah, didn't really, I guess I just did everything with them, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's always never out with, the, like, boys or going anywhere or whatever. It was, everything was with Kate and the boys, so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, how about the boundaries, you know, discipline style um, with the missus? You guys on the same page, or did it take a little bit to get there to be on the same page? Oh no, I think we um just went with the flow basically. Just as any problems that arose, you just figured it out. Um, yeah, talked about it, came up with a plan so that we were on the same page. But we were pretty lucky; both the boys have been pretty cruisy. You know, not too many issues, especially around um, you know, behavioural issues. Uh, We've been pretty zero tolerance to fighting um yep. so it's just it's just knocked it on the head as soon as po- as soon as they start like before they even start you saw it coming boom so how do you pull them up oh even now i just got I'm just gonna raise my voice <laughs> <laughs> which i've learned isn't the right thing to do because no. that's um but yeah <coughs> yeah no well we've been we've been super lucky so. that's good especially the boys are getting to an age now where they probably I want to start pushing some boundaries. So, sounds like you guys are you know, good that you, you talk about it. You're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you mentioned it just before upbringing. Mm-hmm. How did that shape you as a dad, or is it just totally, totally different? Ah, uh, no. I think I, I parent very similar to the way I was brought up. Um, Mum and dad let us be pretty much free. Very trusting, different times, of course. But um, growing up in the bush, we just we were outside all day, every day, whenever possible. Um, left to our own devices, you know. Push the boundaries as far as you could. You know, when you get hurt, you go in and <laughs> get fixed up and go back out again. Um, you know, no shoes, just just bush kids basically. And um, yeah, go and let the boys do the same. Just there's just that trust there, and they can go and do whatever they want whenever they want. Um, I have had to disconnect the power tools from the shed butt because <laughs> 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 I have to, whenever I leave the shed now, it's like, right, grinders off, saws off because, yeah, they love just going up there and just making stuff like, I don't know, yeah. We had a, a guest on, Chris, you'd know him, um, the fiery as well. He um, he said, well, his episode was called Drop, Drop Saws and Nail Guns. So basically he said, yeah, that's fine. You can use it, but I have to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd take it you'd probably do something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. When I'm up there, it's it's game on. Yeah. Um, you know, you can supervise them and stuff like that. No, it doesn't like the chainsaw. No. <laughs> <laughs> they grow up in, it's got like too many teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I had him driving the tractor yesterday. He's like, this isn't that hard. What do people whinge about driving manuals for? He's just like, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> well, did he make it look as hard as me driving a quad down at Dougie's house? <laughs> so I, heard pretty, I heard a pretty interesting story last Friday from Wayne about someone's quad driving's ability. Yeah, so I think it's just, um, I think it's just that let them go, basically. Yeah. You know, we're on land again. They don't go out there as much as what I did, but mm. when they're out there, they love it. So, Yeah, no, mate, that's awesome. Look, we got, um, it's great to hear about how about the boys and the missus and how you bring them up and, you know, all of that there. But um, I want to kind of jump down that that rabbit hole, um, I guess for us is and for listeners is you know what was the turning point that made you think that you know something was going on or something felt wrong? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, it was probably about twelve months ago. The the light bulb went off um, at home one morning. Uh, just blew up at the boys getting ready for school. Dropped them off. Came home and just sat down and just felt shit and realised something wasn't right. Um, so, yeah, that was the turning point for me and the light bulb moment of something wasn't right. So I uh, talked to Kate, uh, talked to the boys at work, especially Doug, um, 
and then yeah got the doctor's appointment and went and um yeah it's all happened from there basically it's going on the journey from there mate mm-hmm. did you feel like um at any point before that that you might have you were overreacting a little bit towards the kids or do you think that was the point where you're like actually that's fucking shit yeah no it just totally wasn't really it hadn't occurred to me of how um angry i was basically and it was just that one moment and it just clicked that um yeah this isn't normal or right and that was a massive overreaction and um and then i was able to go i'm angry like something's not right i shouldn't be like this i'm not normally like this and um yeah now i can look back and (coughs) and realize i was probably like that for i don't know probably two three years you know just gradually getting worse and worse and worse um which i think they both kate and the boys kind of just grew with it as well like because it wasn't it wasn't a sudden event it was just a gradual increase in in all my symptoms basically and um yeah just having no idea what was going on what about um now that you you've been down this journey for a little while um what are you doing to help with the recovery i guess you know both maybe professionally and then just yourself as well like if there's some things you are doing that you find help yeah yep so um i've been seeing the, the psychologist now for yeah oh, probably about eight months ten months something like that like weekly every second week sometimes um and yeah he's been the main main change in my life to be able to unravel my head and all my issues and um and sort me out as best he can it's still a roller coaster ride and up and down and have my moments but um yeah when i'm good i'm good Mm. um but yeah when you when you're bad you're bad so yeah do you notice the difference now with the family as well? Like, are you do you can you catch yourself before you overreact or yeah, that's get the, angry? That's one of the main things. I still do snap, yeah. um, but as soon as I snap, I re- like I, I know straight away. Damn it, you know, like I, <laughs> yeah. I let it get. <laughs> yeah, got a better. It snuck out, but they're few and far between now. Yeah, um, which is yeah, much much better. But. Um, yeah, still sometimes the boys will say things and you're like, damn it. Yeah. You know, like Riley yesterday took him an hour and a half to get ready for, to, to leave and he just – and then I was like, come on, we're going, we're going, we're going. And then I was like, we're going now. And then he just burst out. I don't like it when you yell at me. Oh, straight away, yeah. you're like, ah, damn it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it hits you deep now that you're aware. Yeah. But I think, you know, that was probably it for – they were copping it for – for all that time, you know, it they took just, you an hour and a half to blow. That's pretty good. <laughs> Usually, it's like a minute and a half for me. Fucking hell! That's what, and that's that's what I mean. Yeah, well, I wasn't yeah. an hour and a half, but gave him plenty of warning and reminded him about it a yep. thousand times. And then, so you're aware now when you you're blowing your top, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. What are the boys? Or I guess, Wayne. What do you do after? Like, you know, you said that. Oh shit! I've realised what I've done. Mm. Do you have a conversation with the lads? Yeah, I do after? now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, straight up. I was yep. just like, you know, I asked you that many times, yep. you know, and then my brain's taught it. For me to get what I want, I yell. Yep. When I yell, you respond. So I get rewarded. I My brain gets a positive reinforcement from yep. being yep. being an arsehole, basically, yeah. and that's what you got to try and re, reshape. So I explained it to them that, you know, that's what's happened it's just it just triggered that anger again mm. and um you know i don't like it you don't like it you know we gotta work together we yeah. gotta work together when yeah. i ask you three or four times like to stop it we just got to do it you know i'll give you plenty of time yeah. it's not like we're racing out the door and i'm telling you to do five thousand things so it's yeah. like yeah. yeah and they definitely understand noah definitely gets it riley still He's a bit younger, so he's, yeah, yeah. he's getting there. He's but we, yeah. we definitely work it out together at them and try to yeah. anyway. But When yeah. you say um, you need to rewire that, what do you – like what have you been given by your psych to do that, to re, yeah, rewire yourself? Oh. Instead of getting angry to get that positive reinforcement, what's your new technique? Yeah, it's just catch yourself because, um, yeah, the anger is just the – the easiest way you know mm. and that's the one that boils out when you're frustrated when you're you know 
all those little bits and pieces all come together, the anger's the one that shows. You yep. know, it's like the tip of the iceberg and everything's underneath. But, um, yeah, it's a wasted emotion, yep. basically. You know, and it's it's complicated, and I still don't understand it. But it, yeah, just all the little things that the the psychs put in place to try to to get it to stop it. You know, don't let your cup fill up, and all those sorts of things. Yeah. I don't want to jump into like because I'm going to say this totally wrong. It, it's <laughs> something that I've heard, boys, and I don't know if you've heard it like along the way. Um, but emotion-wise, especially for kids, that the amount of emotions that can lead to that to towards anger compared to those that they can relate or bring to happiness, kind of thing, it's it's ridiculous. Like so, it's kind of like almost where so more emotions, like, more emotions, it's easier to get angry. That, exactly, yeah. and it's that reaction is anger rather than leading towards it makes sense that we yeah you know like and it's great wonder that you're you're trying to as you said that rewire the brain i think everybody i think the world society needs to so it's one of those little things mate that's that's great and you've spoken before about emotional intelligence as well do you think that that plays a part in um balancing that that act like yeah. The, yeah. making it more likely to be happier than angry yeah it's definitely is you know that everyone says look on the bright side you yeah. know be positive it's actually from what I've been going through it is a true thing the way you the more you look at it and go down that pathway and actually physically choose that path your brain starts to go that way you know it automatically goes the other way as um, Dave said you know it goes to negative it goes to Mm -hmm. anger it goes to frustration they're the easy ones it's hard you know to go the other way so you've got to make a conscious effort Mm. like all the time and it's exhausting like it's not natural yeah um so yeah i get it what about um support network i know what's it what's it look like to you um and how important has it been to have that strong network yeah and that's the i think the part of the problem with the with my issue um because it crept up on me so long i isolated myself away from everyone um you know i've still got my two good mates from um from childhood that you know I don't talk to them as much as I should I kind of have reconnected a fair bit lately um, because I realised it's important yeah um, but yeah I was very isolated uh, still am to a certain degree but reaching out a lot more to those friends from the past from high school and stuff and yeah. making the effort to reconnect but um, Kate and the boys have basically been and my immediate family you know we all live within 5k so I've been able to be open and talk to them and and just process shit with them um yeah but yeah so and then obviously nick and and doug from work is our constant you know my check-in points anyway yeah plenty of good phone calls with doug because yeah. he kind of understands it i think um yeah and he gets where i'm at and just yeah he's a good ear so Can i ask like in that you, you spoke about your support network family and then support network as you, you know your good close mates that you is there anything different that you talk to your family about and then your close friends or anything like that? Or is it now you're at a point where when you're like, no, nah, when you're talking, you just talk about everything? Uh, pretty open, but I think it's that understanding, you know, yeah. like the boys from work, they understand without me even having to say, you yeah. know, they know exactly from what I'm saying, they just get it they understand yep. what we've been to what we've seen what we've done how we deal with it how the culture of the fire service and so they understand that without me having to say it yep. you know and you can't explain it to your wife or your kids yeah. um but yeah so you're definitely different the way i i guess speak and and yep. stuff like that but good to have both yeah definitely um definitely the the man um and the bloke way our brains work yeah um yeah it's a yeah that's probably a good segue into um how you're helping yourself recover wayne um we talk a lot on here about how we make ourselves or try to make ourselves one percent better every single week with all your um all your recovery techniques and things like that mixed in with your your normal everyday life how do you daily try to make yourself one percent better uh well, it's only kind of just started in the last month or so. Um, one that seems to be working for me is um, I get up 
and just go put my shoes on, go for a walk. Um, it's only like a 20 minute walk down, down the road. Um, Get some K's in the legs. Yeah, which is good. Um, it's it's not a very fast walk, <laughs> but um, yeah, the the site kind of really um, pressured me into it yeah. to do it. Um, obviously, he knew there'd be benefits from it, um, and they have. And he showed me a picture of a person walking their dog, and the person with their mind full, thinking about work, money, life, blah blah, blah and the dog just walking along, just looking at the trees. Be the dog. Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Is your mind full yeah. of shit or are you being mindful? So, yeah, nice. you know, when I go on my like walk, that. I do like that. the mind just, it wanders all the bloody time to everything, you know. Why is and, this um, air so fresh? No, it's, it's, <laughs> that's, the sh- <laughs> that's where you try to go to be the dog, but mine's always on shit, you know. My mind just goes 100 mile an hour yeah. all the time. It's always on negative stuff, but now I'm able to catch it. And the morning seems to be just – it's a really easy transition from that shit to good, yeah. you know, that looking at it the other way. So I'm able to catch myself and it does kind of set me up for the day. I think it's been a really a good change. So that's the, the thing I'm doing at the moment and I'm going to try and stick with it for yeah. as long as possible. It is a bit hard at the moment. She's bloody cold. Bit cold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super fresh. Oh. Walk out the door, you're high beaming immediately. <laughs> so apart from your morning walk, Wano, um, what would you do – to sort of set your mind free during the day when you get or when you catch a spare minute uh yeah mine revolves a lot around work like physical labor um so i like to just go and do something in the paddock basically whether it's just mow the lawn prune a tree yeah. split some firewood dig a dig a hole anything um, i always try to put something physical into the day yeah. and that always um just as you say just mindfulness present you're just totally distracted yeah um you could argue that was something somewhat of a coping mechanism as well how busy you always are yeah well that i've realized that now and went through a pretty tough transition phase when they said that that's what i was doing and i started to just sit around the house you know just be bored Oh, it was horrendous. It just made things worse. You would have you fucking know? hated it. It's like polar, <laughs> like polar opposites, like super manic and then to sitting there doing Yeah, nothing, you know, you know like because I didn't understand it. You know, they were saying I was doing it as a coping mechanism, you know, because mm. I wasn't dealing with my problems. So I sat there and sat deal with my problems. But, yeah, you know, it's you can only do that. Yeah, and it was just – and then I realised that that's actually what I enjoy doing, Yeah, you know, and I'm when I go out to do it, I'm doing it for – myself for my reasons for the good reasons i'm not running away from it you know mm. um i think i definitely was using it just constantly you know i couldn't i couldn't sit at home i couldn't sit still i was always doing something but now i can i'm able to, to sit on the deck and just chill you know but i still go and do those things for myself so can i guess one <coughs> thing that you do while you're sitting on your deck mm-hmm Marketplace, yeah, 100%. yeah that's, that, that's my, that's, <laughs> if you'd seen Wayne shed, you know that he loves a bit of marketplace. That's that's my negative um <laughs> negative thing that I've realised that um yeah, just you go on that thing, it just fucking sucks you in. Oh shit you yeah, need. and you do not think for one bit. You just you're just mindlessly scrolling like we all do. Do you reckon I need a two person tent that's only been used once and only needs one bit of patching and a new zipper? It's only 20 bucks. Man, this is castle all over. <laughs> hey, you want some jousting sticks? Fucking who needs jousting sticks? He's dreaming. <laughs> See, I don't even... Um, I don't even... You don't buy do it, that. Like, no, I, just, just, I just scroll. Yeah, mm. just look. Just looking at shit. That's a bargain. Know? Yeah, and then just scroll past it. Yeah. Like, just yeah. completely yeah, wow. wasting time. Okay. You know, and... um, Yeah, when I was really <laughs> depressed there a while ago... um. You know, I'll be sitting there having headaches and breathing difficulties and, you know, stress and hardcore. And then I realised I'd just pick up the phone automatically and I was scrolling there the other day and I went, oh, my headache's gone. Put it, and I went, and I made that connection straight away. Like, I'm addicted to it and my mind just relaxes. Like, um, and it was, it was just, it was eye-opening basically and put it down so you and had the just, headache because you were just sitting there staring and scrolling. No, no, before. So oh, I had okay. the headache sitting there on the deck 
you know, about going to work. Yeah, okay. And, um, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And I picked it up and then the headache, everything went. Yeah. You know, like your escape. All those emotional bloody yeah. triggers, things, they all left. And um, it was because I picked the phone up and my mind relaxed. So, of course, we just pick it up. Yeah. Because your mind's just at ease. Everyone's coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. So I've learned that one and I try to not use it. Yeah. Okay. I don't, it's not, still not good because not dealing with the issues, you know. No, so, yeah. yeah. What do you think you do now to um, strengthen the bond with your family? Now that you're aware of what's going on, how you can process um, and how you're making yourself feel better about life in general, what are you doing with your family to strengthen that? Uh, I think it's the communication yeah. with the with them, you know, Kate especially. Um, she's been really good and I think she understands um, everything and where I'm at and how I'm feeling but made the decision um, that it's probably not fair on her to just assume she knows. Yeah. So I actually started the conversation and um, let a bit out, you know, a bit of been a bit vulnerable and just, yeah. you know, saying how, sh- how shit I'm feeling and, yeah. you know, I don't expect her to understand and, and cop it all and just, you know, I guess she's learnt to not ask because she probably gets snapped at, but I mm. said, you know, that's not what I want to do. I want it to be open. And just being able to relate to the boys now a little bit more in regards to what they're going through. Yeah. Like their little issues that they have are the same yeah. as what I'm having, just mine are magnified and yeah. Um, I haven't dealt with them properly, so trying to be able to communicate with them and, and actually, yeah, help them with the little things. So Help them process their Yeah, issues. just because now yeah. I understand it. I had n- just, yeah. And um, like you, I, I know you do a, a fair bit of camping and outdoorsy stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think do you think that really helps you as well? Yeah, well, we've always done that. And uh, all the way th- through, even while I was cranky, it was still what we did. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what I did to distract my mind as well. Um you know, we were never at home. Every afternoon we'd be off doing something. Weekends, we're always doing something. Um, yeah, always looking for new things to do. Um, so you gave them a kick-ass childhood, but you were at the same time you were hurting yourself as well. Yeah, and, you know, those last few years probably, you know, there was, being at home was cranky. Yeah. You know, cranky, angry, frustrated, you know, not coping. Mm. But when we were out of the house... That's it. Mine's distracted. Yeah. Happy days. So, I know to a certain this, degree. <laughs> yeah. I know I asked this last time. How much space do you have out where you live? Uh, we're on five acres. Five. So, okay. Yeah. Plenty of room to move. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, little adventures. Like, you don't have to go too far if you really wanted to. Oh, no. No, yeah. yeah. We've got, the, got plenty of things to do at home. Yeah. So yeah. much room for activities. <laughs> now, um, do you have any advice for dads in a similar situation, Wayne? Uh, yeah, be honest with yourself and to your partner and to whoever um, and to seek help. You know, it's not easy um, and it's not easy to get help sometimes. The, I guess that mental health field, they're stretched so it's hard to get in. But, yeah, definitely just put your hand up for help, you know, even if it's the smallest things. Um, the professionals are there. They're the ones that are trained to be able to figure it out. So go and get help. It might might not help you, but yeah, I'm sure it will. So you said um, that it's because the fields, the mental health field, is so stretched at the moment. It's hard to get in. What can like when you reach out? It's it is hard. And personally, myself, when you reached out for at work, I didn't really know how to react. Obviously, Dougie did, mm. but got there eventually. But you know, it's what can friends do in the friendship circle and your support network to support in any way possible until like just to sort of bridge that gap between realization and getting in with a mental health expert yeah i guess um it's as a bloke we don't (laughs) we don't know how to deal with it and you don't want it but i think if you just can be honest with your mates and just say i've got no idea what what you're going through what it is but just i'm an open ear and I can try, we can do anything, you know, like even if it's just to at any time or day, just and don't give up, you know, like a lot of times I know people have messaged me and, you know, vet the calls because I don't want to talk to people, but just knowing that someone's actually sent a message, you know, checking in or phone calls. So, um, 
yeah, and don't be scared of of the tough stuff. You know, like it's easier to say no and just don't ask how are you, how you going, what what are you going through because, yeah, we don't know how to answer it, but yeah. do it. Put yourself out there and and yeah, support your mates basically. Yeah, so just listening is just a is a good thing to do. Yep. Yeah, I've awesome. just realised we didn't actually say anything about PTSD at the start, did we? No, <laughs> we just we just we've just assumed that I'm a miserable, depressed, angry man. We can't even go back and start we again. Just, we've come we too just, far. We just assumed everyone heard the episode that we just uh, had wiped a couple of weeks ago. All right, so anyone who has made it this far, thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> we spoke to Wayne three weeks ago regarding uh, mental health issues, post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD and um, that is why we've got him back in because it's such an important thing to talk about Um, because if you don't have PTSD um, you could know someone with PTSD who reaches out you don't know how to deal with it Um, or if you do have PTSD you don't know how to deal with it but this is what we're trying to talk to Wayne about now and get the message across that there are avenues um, even if it's just your mates or your family if they don't know anything about it that's fine just being open and honest and um, supplying an ear to someone in need is so important yeah definitely shiver my timbers now what's your <laughs> what's been your favorite part of fatherhood so far do you have any good dad hacks or anything uh we'll start with the first question yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite part so <laughs> far we love throwing questions at like, it's like a, here's a seven part question bang, for you bang, bang. All right. <laughs> yeah for me um it's just seeing the boys achieve yeah that's that's still what i am um what I love the most is just achieve those little things, um, learning stuff constantly, pushing their boundaries just to see how far they can go and what they can achieve. Um, so that's what I enjoy the most, basically. Awesome. As being a dad. I notice you are like that sport dad. You love watching the kids play sport. It's awesome to see. And I just get frustrated sometimes when you see parents, like being a, a soccer coach of an under-7s team myself, not parents from my team, Specifically, but just parents in general sort of go to these Saturday morning sports and just sort of send their kids off or like Monday night training or whatever night training is and just send their kids off and then just sit on the phone and you're like, what are you doing? You, these are the enjoyable parts, you know, your kids trying a new challenge and um, you're seeing them succeed and when you're seeing their reaction when they don't succeed, what, what advice can you give to parents um, who don't really, who really take this stuff for granted? Yeah, I think, um, well, with my footy team, I know that I coach them. So whether the parents think that I'm in charge and they've got nothing to contribute, I don't know, and they are too not willing to – well, they think they're stepping on my toes by putting their hand up, but I reckon definitely go and ask the coach if they want a hand. Yeah, that's a good shout, actually. Can I help? Can you – you know, is there anything I can do? Go and be involved, even if it is just rolling the ball back for them to kick it again. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, all the coaches are volunteers. Yeah, that's it. They want to be there because their own kid's there like, and they just want to help. Yeah, I want to help my kid, not the rest of them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if two or three other parents stepped up and go, I'll help my kid so you can take yeah. a bit of stress off your shoulders, yeah. that'd be so good. Yeah, no, and the kids as the kids are carefree. Yeah. You know, they the, they do put a smile on your face, mm. but, you know. You only dad hacks? Uh, I had a bit of a thing about this like it's a hard one but I think one of the main ones I'll go back to when the boys were were little and putting them to sleep um, they just loved um, touching their face so like massaging their temples oh really or running your finger down the front of the head and over the nose and they just close oh, their that eyes that'd be so distracting though I don't know nah I, it puts them to sleep yeah? I do it to all the nieces wow. and nephews and, and just any baby when, when they're Bubs. cranky and yeah. that yeah they just love it so yeah, yeah. Actually, down to their nose and just do it over and over again yeah. and it just hypnotises them and chills them and they um I better stop I'll go to sleep there is um one about that this I know people who do like tapping yeah like yeah to themselves like they tap certain yeah. zones and whatever too like must be just the same. Yeah. Like it's uh, – well, you know, same concept as such, but mm. I agree. Like a little bub at home. Yeah. Same, just that rub. Like yeah. that down the forehead, down the nose. Yeah. 
you just see their eyes just start like rolling in the back of their head. And hand That's massages. Oh, Babies love hand yeah. massages when they're, yeah. Just, oh, just Dave's just taking notes over here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got a massage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there. Um, and the other, the other, I guess the other dad hack um, is, you know, like our whole life revolves around the kids and dealing with them and, you know, we don't get that much time. So I think getting up sometimes before your kids, um, so it's your time, you're getting up on your terms, yep. doing your thing, you know, and then you're awake, ready for when the baby, when the kids wake up. More so when they're older, you know, like when you know when babies, who knows when the hell they're going to wake up. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, so at the moment I just, um, I get up before the boys, yeah. have me, go for me walk, have me coffee, and then ready to go rather than them come and wake me up on their iPad or banging or running yeah. or jumping or whatever, you know, like, and then you're straight in, straight in anger mode, yeah. it, you know, you straight little buggers, you just, you, you just wake yeah. me up. Um, so that's, yeah. Right there that's with you. That's one. definitely a good start to the day. Like like I was saying in a couple of previous episodes, you go to the gym at four o'clock in the morning, you get home and you, you've done a workout, you have your whatever, shake, protein, whatever you have, um, coffee, and then you sit there and do what I, I do like half an hour at, of admin, just like planning the next podcast, you know. It's just like something that switches your mind off and then the kids come downstairs and you're switched on, ready for the day. You're like, hey, mate, how you going? You're like happy. You want to yeah. see him and stuff. It's good. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was a really good chat. Got a lot out of that. I think a lot of um, dads, parents in general will definitely get something out of that. Really appreciate it, Wayne. Um, but now it is time for the How Dad Are You quiz. Oh, yeah. I've updated the questions. Well, I sucked at this last time, so let's, let's oh, I'm ready now. But I've changed the <laughs> I questions. Was gonna <laughs> I was going to smash it. <laughs> <laughs> Activate hairy mode. <laughs> on 24-7. <laughs> Level 11 out of 10. <laughs> All right, the How Daddy You quiz. Um, with sayings that every dad should know and use. Um, so, Wayne, first of all, do you have any regular sayings that you use? Dad stuff. Uh, don't you cry. I love that so much. <laughs> does it ever work? <laughs> it does for my boys. Oh, not so much Riley, but yeah. <laughs> Said, yeah, I think I Don't you cry. I think I scarred them. <laughs> I don't think I've used that at home yet. I've definitely used it in the classroom. Like, just as a joke. <laughs> just giving, don't you cry. Don't you cry. Just for yourself in the corner. But I failed. It's generally to my teaching partners. <laughs> don't you cry. They're not going to win. You've don't got you this. Don't let those bastards win. All right. So what are the first thing that comes to your mind, Wayne, we're going to quick fire at you. And uh, the first thing that comes to your mind, just shout it out. So. What do you say to your kids when they take ages on the toilet? Have you fallen in? Love it. <laughs> we also would have accepted how long's the tail you're growing. <laughs> what do you say to your kids when they leave the back door open? Uh, do you live in a tent? Yes. Or were you raised in a barn? Also love that. What do you say to your kids when you tie down a load on the ute or the trailer? She's going nowhere. Nice. Oh, you're killing it. Killing it so far. Killing it. All right, why not? What do you say to your kids when they fall over? You'll be right. Like it. Yeah, I like it. We'll add that one in. Or uh, <laughs> send me a postcard. Or, or uh, should we cut it off? All right, uh, what do you say to the kids uh, when they bring you a drink that isn't full? Oh. Where's the other half? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the rest of it? Tides, Tides out. out. <laughs> that's good. All right, last one. Uh, what do you say to the kids uh, when, they're standing, when they're standing in front of the TV? You made a glass. There's a couple other good ones here. Like, what do you think? I'm a glass maker. Uh, <laughs> we can make a better door than window. <laughs> I think overall you've done pretty well there. Eh? Yeah, smashed it. Yeah, he's, he's better than last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the dad quiz. Hopefully, each week we can uh, come up with some some new sayings. So, if anyone uh, thinks of anything differently, some good dad sayings, please. Get in touch, send them in to us on Instagram at shitdadpod or on email shitdadpod at gmail.com. Now it is definitely 100% time for this. Shit Dad Moment of the Week. Shit Dad Moment of the Week. It is the time of week we all desire, we wait for, we thrive on. 
Um, but we're going to start with Wayne because we know Wayne has a little shit dad moment and I'd love to hear it. Yeah, right. Well, mine was, <laughs> mine was last night. Um, Noah was having a shower. Kate's in – both my boys are in the same bedroom. So Riley was reading to Kate in their bed and I just was waiting in Noah's bed for a cuddle and I thought said to Kate, oh, can you see me under the doona? She's like, oh, you can, but he might not realise. And I'm like, yeah, sweet. So just laid out flat underneath the doona, put his pyjamas on the top of the doona so he had to come and get them. Look, I'm not the smallest man. He's going to see me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's going to see me. It's a dead me. giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so he heard him come in because he's like a little elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and um, But I didn't feel him pick the pyjamas up. And then I heard him start to walk away. I'm like, I've got to go now, got to go now. So I just exploded up and roared at him and screamed and he just shit himself. He jumped, he screamed, he fell to the ground. Daddy! But I smashed him. He was he just got so overwhelmed. Oh, he just no. burst out crying. He was so scared oh. and just could not he was like embarrassed, scared laughing crying at the same time i felt oh. so bad i'd gone I'd just that little bit too far it was like i was laughing like and trying to like console him and say sorry mate but it was the that was the worst apology ever <laughs> at what point did you turn the chainsaw off <laughs> take the mask off you know poor fella's bloody stark as nude as with his pants in his hands just on the and he he just shriveled back inside himself. <laughs> he and I said, "Mate, the bear just ate you. Fight or flight, you just died, mate. Like, come on." And um, but he got me back today. So, yeah. What did he do? Jumped out from behind the caravan with a toy gun and hands up, and I just oh, shit. got me. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, fair now. But yeah, he got me. I got him good. It was probably the best I've ever. Delicious. Yeah. That is awesome. That is shit. Dattery at its finest. Now, Dave, what have you got this uh, week? Look, nothing too amazing. Nothing as good as that. But um, I was fuck it off then. That's fine. That's fine. Now, um, little Miss Three at the moment, she is just loving to copy everything. So I am waiting for the day. Luckily, there's been no f bombs or anything like that so far. But um, our dog has just been barking for no reason at the moment. Probably just a bit bored. Haven't had time to really get out there and um, throw the ball for her. (laughs) Anyway, at the moment. When it barks, we just, the missus and I just look at each other and just sigh. Going, oh. Anyway, so now the little three-year-old just goes and barking. I was outside tonight, hanging out the washing. Dog starts barking around the other side. I just hear from inside, oh, get on your bed. Or <laughs> we're walking the street and a dog, like it just random dog in the neighborhood barks. Oh, dog's barking annoys me. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> and they're at a stage, I'm like, oh, great. So um, I'm just waiting for the... Oh, fuck Shut the fuck up dog <laughs> All that too Get on your fucking bed <laughs> But um, normally that's like Late at night When they're all asleep And it's like at Two o'clock in the morning Get up and Get on your fucking bed <laughs> Shit dog dad Yep oh, Fucking tell me about that I actually um, Have been on my best behaviour This week I haven't uh, Scared the shit out of Any of my kids I haven't um, sw- I've sworn Okay I have sworn That's not great Oh, your kids haven't copied it. No, that's yeah, true. That's um, but we have had a couple of um, great shit dad moments sent in. We got one audio and one by message from um, listener Chris. On Wednesday, my nine-year-old comes running into my home office. Dad, Mr. Seven's broken his arm. Go tell him to walk it off. Okay, Dad. Comes back in. No, Dad, it looks broken. Tell him to walk it off. And he goes, no, Dad, come. And he goes to check it out. Next minute, ambulance ride hour and a half wait at the hospital uh, two surgeries and a night overnight for dad and boy he's oh, yeah. broken his arm don't you cry don't you cry <laughs> walk it off don't you cry walk it off <laughs> what are you made of glass anyway I was like yeah I've been there like not so much a broken arm level but yeah. he sent the pictures in oh I have yeah All right, and we'll the kid's we'll, arm we'll, we'll is have to put it up yeah like Wonky. Oh, yeah. It's like look. dead set broken. So, quick look at for there. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's the hanger. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Way. 100%. That is broken. Look at the x ray. Yeah. Oh. Fucking sideways. Walk it off. I like it. Walk what? it off. No, tell him to walk it off. All right. 
I'm so, on marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen a second-hand chainsaw that is an absolute steal. Get out of my face. All right, now uh, we've got one from listener Damo or Damon, uh, who has an absolute belter. Rightio. So my shit dad uh, moment is uh, being the big nerd that I am. I bought a Captain America shield, and it's um, it's a pretty decent shield too. So it's made out of aluminium, pretty uh, pretty hefty, uh, and trying to be a good dad. I was playing Nerf guns with my son and he was, so he would shoot at my head and I would bring the shield up and block the shot. Um, and anyway, my wife was chatting to me so I turned around uh, to have you know, a talk with her and my son didn't get the message that we were stopping playing for a moment. So he shot another bullet at my head and I caught it in the uh, peripheral and shot my arm up to, um, to block the shot and unfortunately it was uh, still attached to the shield and I clocked myself so hard in the head that I got a concussion. Uh, I've had a black eye for about a week and I had blood coming out of the side of my head. Uh, yeah, so I think the moral of that story is don't play with your kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> like my advice earlier, just don't do anything and get yourself hurt. <laughs> now, I he did actually send the gash. Uh, well, sorry. Fix that up. <laughs> cut. He sent, <laughs> he sent the cut to the group chat. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. But you, you look at that and go, oh, shit, you're going to fight, mate. And his answer would just have to be, no, I've axed myself with a um, Captain America shield. So good, Damon. Well done. Thank you, everyone, for uh, sending in... Uh, your shit dad moments please continue to do so because we absolutely love them it's fair to say um but yeah let's let's wrap it all up that brings us to the end of the show the month that we've all been waiting for tax return time Mm. cannot wait um but if you book in with better accounting at hendra uh, and let them know that the shit dad pod boys sent you you will get a return for 150 dollars um and it's not like one of those sort of tick and flick ones you it's pretty extensive um and i don't think i've ever come out unhappy so these guys are going to get you the stuff that you don't even know about um and that you probably should have been getting for years but hands off their front office because this is where we record (laughs) that's right or you could come and sit in here and um just bask in the ambiance come and tell your dad's story yeah. Get in touch with us. Let us know if you want to share your dad's story with us on the Shit Dad Podcast. We did forget, though, too. It's one fifty. You get the tax return mm. and you walk out with oh, dad don't jokes. forget the dad jokes. Yeah, you walk yeah. out with the dad jokes. He actually has a book. I've, I've still been looking for his little tin of dad jokes and he pulls out every single tax return. I still, Can't find it. still swear that he walks out with a briefcase on his wrist. Handcuffed, just so you can't steal them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that wraps it up, guys. So don't forget to listen, share with all your mates, give us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, We're on Podbean now, so get on Podbean as your uh, where you listen to your podcasts and type in Shit Dad Podcast. Um, If you want to get in touch with us, get in touch on Instagram at Shit Dad Pod, Facebook. Dad podcast because we're not allowed to use the word shit. It's S H T Dad podcast on Facebook and also uh, shitdadpod at gmail.com. Please get in touch, help us get the uh, keep the shit daddery rolling and continue to grow. But do you boys have any lasting dad advice? Comes back to the chat about the, the coaching and the parents on the sideline and stuff like that. You know, I know I've said it before, but just enjoy those little moments because. I guarantee the little people in your life, they're big moments to them. So that's my advice. Yeah, I reckon I'll, I'll add that. Add to that that your kids only want, like they don't know any better. You could be pretty ordinary and they'd still idolise you. So if you just try to make yourself 1% better each week, it's just going to get better and better for them. Definitely. They'll never fucking know. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Wayne? If you could wrap up in one sentence everything that we've spoken about. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just thinking it's four bars in a test. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just reckon that um, you got to remember that our kids are like sponges, you know, they learn everything and their behaviour is um, 
reflective of you, you know. So that's kind of, yeah, just make sure you're on your best behaviour at all times. So they're going to learn that's how you behave, you yeah. know. Spot on, mate. And um, we 100% and 10 appreciate you taking the time to come back and talk to us so we've spoken to you now for about two and a half hours over two nights um and we finally got an episode so i really appreciate you taking the time hope yeah no no No, we doubled up it's good we're good um no really appreciate you uh sharing your story mate because i know a lot of dads uh, and parents in the same situation Mm -hmm. may get something out well we'll definitely get something out of that even if it's not ptsd related it's about catching yourself when you're angry little things so i I know i got a a lot out of it too so thank you again thank you uh and just to any parents listening, have you have you tried to make the bond with your kids one percent better than last week? If not, don't worry about it. Do that little bit extra this week in the in the week ahead, and make sure you are the safety net for your kids, not the loaded gun for the kids. <laughs>